0: I'm not going to live in that past. That's It's in the past. It's over with. I can't change it, but I could change who I am today.
1: Welcome to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle. I'm excited to have you here today at our show. We're all about helping you in the pursuit of your best body, mind, spirit, and life. Thanks for being here. I'm excited for today. I've got a new friend of mine, Eric Allen. And just so I can tell you a little bit about Eric, uh, Eric is an entrepreneur. He's got his own podcast, The Eric Allen Show, which you're going to want to go and check out. He's got his company, Eric Allen Media, and we're going to talk all about that. And I know one of the things that you're passionate about, Eric, is really helping people with podcasts. And yeah. I love it. I, I know how much has benefited my life, so I'm so excited to be bringing this to our audience And guys, just to give you context, too, with Eric, I mean, he's had some big names on his show. I'm just going to name three for you right off the bat, but he's had Brad Lee on his show. Many of you watching and listening follow Brad. He's had David Meltzer, uh, who, as you guys know, is a huge name in the business space, one of my mentors, too. And then, of course, uh, in my opinion, the GOAT, Ed Milet has also been on his show, and I know all of you uh, know Ed. So, Eric, I'm super excited to have you on the show today, man. Thanks for being here. Oh, dude. Such an honor, man.
0: I, I so appreciate having me on the show. I'm excited to for our conversation today, man.
1: Yeah, me too. I remember just that first day we connected. Eric and I got connected through a different uh, mastermind group. And uh, just even that day we got on the phone and the tips he gave me right away. I've appreciated right off the bat how helpful you were. So thank you for that. Absolutely, Ben. Oh, I got to tell you, I didn't tell you this before, but I uh, just landed through that strategy. Just got a great guest um, that should be coming. on. I got Dave Asprey, who I've looked up to in biohacking for a long time. So thank come you. Come on, man. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Right on, man. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I love starting the show with this idea, story. And yeah. people getting to know you, about you, where have you been, where have you come from? How did you end up where you are now? I think is a powerful place for us to start.
0: Yeah, man. My gosh, uh, hopefully we only got 40 minutes. Okay, cool. No, um, me, uh, so yeah, I mean, I grew up in, in a place called Washington State is where I grew up in and typical household, literally Sunday school, you know, my dad would take my best friend Dave and I literally throw us in dumpsters behind stores on the weekends and say go find treasure. Like that was what he loved to do is just go find other stuff, man, literally throw you in dumpsters totally yeah we go to like big huge <laughs> grocery stores or big huge retail stores and they'd have those big dumpsters in the back you'd be like yeah. you know lift us into the back and <laughs> toss us little kids in there and then go find treasure like we would just go digging it was so much fun uh, <laughs> as, a, as a young kid to do that like he takes out to like the middle of nowhere where people just dump stuff and we'd go yeah. find fridges and bullet casings and it was it was awesome uh-huh. uh it, didn't everybody do that i mean no, yeah. no one else got tossing the numbers i don't know <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah
0: so you know <laughs> i'm 11 years old my parents decided to get a divorce i have no idea why my mom gets together with a guy who's very physically abusive almost right away i remember there was moments where i was like outside the house looking through the bedroom window and i would see him hitting her with a cordless phone when those were around you know and like i would call the cops my mom would never press charges and they did the smart thing they got pregnant and decided to move us from washington state up to Stevensville, Montana, it was population twelve hundred people, mm. and they rented this house on five acres by the Bitterroot River. It was beautiful, man. Five ponds or two ponds on the property. The Problem was the house had three bedrooms, so it was one mm. for them, it was one for my little brother, was a couple months old at the time, and then one for my younger sister, who's four years younger than me. And they said, Eric, you could live in the garage. So I literally had this plastic tarp down the middle of the garage, and my bed was on one half. The truck pulled into the other side. Luckily, my half of the garage had a fireplace. It was keeping me semi-warm in the middle of those winters of Montana. And the abuse continued, man. There was one night that really just changed the trajectory of my life for about 10 years. I was about 13 years old, brushed my teeth one night. They came home arguing. Mm -hmm. Wasn't anything different than any other night. And as I was brushing my teeth, I felt God go, man, you got to turn around and see what's going on. Because they came home arguing. I turned around. The, The way the house was set up was behind me was the kitchen to the pantry to the garage door where my bedroom was at. And so as I look around, I see this guy on top of my mom, just one shot off the boom, boom, boom. I'm like, man, I got to stop this dude. And so I walked up and I grabbed a cast iron pan and I swung as hard as I could and I split the back of his head open. And he turned around and didn't knock him out. He said, what then is he did that? I took another swing and split his forehead open. And I remember that second time that I hit him, I hit him so hard I'd fallen over. And he stood up over me. He was bleeding down his face. My mom lands up, jumps up, lands like six punches in a row, like, you know, mama bear style. Cops show up, take me to jail. My mom doesn't press charges. I'm thinking I'm like the hero in this. And I had three months left in my freshman year, a little bit after that. uh, And uh, I got kicked out. So my mom and this guy decided to say, you're out of this house. I went and lived with my buddy and I slept on hardwood floors with him and his dad. And we'd steal cigarettes out of his dad's pack on the way to school every morning. Right. And like, that's what set me on this path to destruction. After that, I went to go live with my dad in Washington. He rented a house for him and I. And Put 20 bucks in the cup for lunch money, stuff the freezer with Hunger man meals, and then I'd see my dad a couple times in passing. He would go stay with his girlfriend most of the time. So I got into drugs early, I was partying, I got arrested at 18 for having a bong. Uh, which now looking back, I'm like in 1998, <laughs> it was illegal, but I'm like, yeah. now it's legal, right? So I'm like, that's I right, arrest for having a bong, right? So it's like, yeah. I mean, black and white chain gang outfit on. I mean, craziness. I was still in in high school when I got arrested. Wow. And uh, two weeks after I graduated, my dad kicked me out. I woke up to a post-it note that said, you have 48 hours to get out. And basically put me on this homeless path for like two years.
1: You woke up to a post-it? Uh,
0: literally a post-it note on the bathroom mirror. Said, you can't comply with house rules. You have 48 hours to get out. And uh, so from there, I moved 21 times between the age of 18 and 21. I was living on a floor here for a week, a week there, four days here, et cetera, make the move to Seattle, living off of credit cards. And by the time I was 21, I was $28,000 in debt and had to file bankruptcy. Mm. So meanwhile, I'm battling addiction. So I'm like doing every drug I can think of. I'm living a rockstar lifestyle, literally worked for the universal Records, So I was going to two to three concerts a week, hanging out backstage, living the rockstar lifestyle. And then around 2003, I got laid off during the days of Napster, if people remember that. Yeah, and for uh, sure. Yeah totally killed the music industry. And I was the bottom guy on the totem pole. Right. So, yeah. um, but that really set me into a depression, man. I was working at Starbucks one night and uh, this girl walked up to me and said, Hey, you know, we've got this cool college age event down at our church. Would you be interested in going? I'm depressed. I have no friends. She's good looking. Yep. What time do I need to be there? That was what's going through my head. Yeah. And uh, I really felt like God put a seat in me in that moment, man. Cause I, excuse me, ran into some guys there that I hadn't seen four or five years. And um, it's like, man, what are you doing here? And uh, I, this is up in Seattle. So I'd moved to the other side where I grew up. And about a month later is Easter, 2004 woke up after night, a partying man. And and it was Easter morning, like I said, and woke up and felt God say, you're going down this path. That's going to end your life, man. And so I did decide in that moment, I gave my life to Christ right there in my buddy's basement. And I quit cold Turkey, drugs, drinking cigarettes, everything that moment. No way. And uh, I called that girl up. I got her voicemail. And I said, Hey, thanks for inviting me to that church event. Maybe I'll see at the store sometime. And uh, in about, two weeks, me and that girl would celebrate 18 years of being married now. (laughs) That's awesome, man. That's amazing. So that was, that was the pre-story before any of the business stuff, but that's kind of what got me to the path we're on today.
1: I want to know, uh, obviously at the time it's so different. And then what were, as you reflect back on those times, thank you for sharing so openly too. Yeah. Um, what are some of the biggest lessons that you now carry with you into the rest of your life that you took from those times?
0: The biggest thing for me, man, was I realized that my past and other people's opinions of me do not define my future. Yeah. It, and once I decided that and realized that that's when the doors of opportunity just blew open. I was like, yes, Dude, I am. I'm not going to live in that past. That's it's in the past. It's over with. I can't change it, but I could change who I am today and mm-hmm. I can impact other people. And now I'm 43 right now. I didn't share that story publicly till I was 39. I wow. held that inside forever, man. Like I went to yep. counseling after we first married, trying to figure out like why am I dealing with this stuff, right? Like, yeah. But once I had that realization you know, that, that helped me get on the right path. And the other thing that I did to kind of get on the right path was I replaced the party scene Mm
1: -hmm. and I
0: started seeking guys that were going to the church that had great Mm. businesses. They had great marriages. They had great Mm. walks with Christ and Mm. pre podcasting days. Right. I was like, let me take you to coffee. I want to know your story. What are you doing right now to do what you're doing? And that really helped guide me on this path that I'm on today.
1: That's amazing, man. That's so amazing. I think it's so incredible to hear everything that happened. And and when you're going through it, I mean, you're just going through it. You don't think of it being much different. This is my life experience, right? Totally. And I remember some things growing up for myself, not not to that degree, but some things that were traumatic at the time. I didn't think of them that way though, right? Yeah. And, yeah. um, but that lesson that you took is that, you know, my past doesn't define me and letting that go. I think that, Everybody listening has some kind of demons. Everybody listening has things that they would have rather been different ways than how they are. Yeah. And to hear you say that and all right, I'm letting that go. I can change from this point onward. Yeah. yeah. I think that message is needed more than ever today, brother, because so many people are wanting a different life than how they've been. They're wanting different experiences and what they've had up to this point, but then hanging on to the past. So yeah.
0: Too many people playing that victim card, man, and they just hold on to it for too long.
1: Yes. There's the decision. I know that's the ultimate point is where you just decide I'm no longer going to do it. What else would you say to someone that's listening, saying, Yes, my past was tough too. I just haven't let it go. Maybe, maybe some other advice on how they can perhaps. Get through it. There's the immediate one. Just do it. Right. Just, just do it. On. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the other thing that like I had to do was I had to re- change my environment. I had to get out of that party scene. I had to get away from the that group of guys that I was hanging with. Now, those guys, I called them up and I said, dudes, I got to get healthy. I got to take a break. Mm-hmm. And they're like, dude, absolutely get healthy. Those guys mm-hmm. are still my friends today. Wow. But I had to take a time about six, seven months where I didn't go to the bar, I didn't party or anything like that. I just solely focused on getting a better me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I had to deep dive into that. And like I said, I changed the environment. I started hanging around guys that were living the life that I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. And I'm Ed Mylett talks about this, right? Like mm-hmm. you're walking around at 82 degrees. You got to go mm-hmm. find guys that are walking around at 120. That's right. And so that's what I did was I changed the environment. I started seeking guys that were living the life that I wanted to live guys yeah. that had great marriages, they had great yeah. businesses, they were great entrepreneurs, right? They were great, yeah. had great relationships with Christ. Like for me, that was my goal. Yeah. And that's what I would say, man. If, if you're struggling, you realize that your past is not who you are today, change your environment, get uncomfortable and put yes. yourself in situations where you can grow and you can connect with people that are living life that you want to live.
1: It's amazing, man. That's some of the best advice you could ever give somebody. Change the environment. You know, last week when I was down in Vegas there for that trip, I felt so stretched uncomfortable everything and i happened to be there for two days and the first day was man it was a big growth day but it allowed me to reflect and think okay i'm going to show up differently Mm -hmm. tomorrow because to to your point when you get around people that live life at a higher temperature you get around people that live life at higher levels is it causes you to think differently you start feeling in different ways and it ultimately causes you to act so totally it's, it's amazing dude so all of that. So that's kind of like the early backstory. Now you've got your media company, you've got your podcast, and I'm super excited to talk about this because I've never had someone on the show to talk about podcasting. And I know that's your passion right now. It's where you're helping. Tell us about the media yeah. company and then let's dive into podcasting.
0: Yeah, Eric Allen Media has been around for a while. Like I really it started out as, as a uh, MMA apparel company back in 2012. I launched and then got bored with it, started an MMA podcast in 2017, did 256 episodes of that show. Uh, before turning it off in December of 2021. Um, Mm -hmm. But in 2018, um, I came across a guy named Ed Milet online while I was doing motivation. While I was looking for motivational videos on YouTube. And I was like, holy crap, man, Mm -hmm. this guy's values, his beliefs, everything is aligning with me. And I was like, dude, I want to meet this guy. Yeah, I almost was kind of manifesting that. I was like, dude, this guy. And I started like starting at his very first video he ever uploaded on YouTube. I just followed all of them, right? And I started following my Instagram. He had about a million followers. It was near the Mm -hmm. end of 2018. Yep. He issued this challenge. Yep. He said, I want everybody to do a max out community challenge. I want you to record a one minute video of what drives you to be successful. Mm. Why do you want to be successful and post it in Instagram on your stories and tag me on it. Mm. And so I did this, I no idea what I was doing. Right. Mm. I'm just like, this is why I want to do it. I want to change the lives. I'm breaking the chains of abuse, addiction, rejection, and I'm in divorce and I'm just not going to happen in my life. So that was my kind of my pitch in that video. Yeah. And he kept posting all these things like, Oh, here's top runner, top runner. And then all of a sudden, boom! I wake up one morning to a notification that I was tagged by Ed Milette and I won the contest, which landed me the phone call. Ed, that's but, amazing. Uh, <laughs> no, Eric Al Media started that way, right? And then now I now I do box openings and how to videos and explainer videos for brands. Actually, right. Fiverr has been one of my favorite, most profitable platforms that I use. Fiverr, Fiverr, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, and I get sponsors for my podcast from there. I get tons of clients. They send me all these products, and then I do these videos for them. Um, you know, it's not like I'm retirement money, but mm-hmm. I've made about 6,000 bucks from Fiverr in the last two years. So it's just a, a, you know, cool. a couple hundred, yeah, a couple, yeah. few hundred bucks a month and, yeah. and uh, it helps me, you know, pay for the podcast and all the equipment yeah. stuff. Right, That's just one of my probably seven or eight different yeah. know, profit platforms that I have. Right. So that's what Eric Allen media is. I do voiceover, okay. um, you know, lots of, lots of um, YouTube videos, things like that. So yeah, that's,
1: that's the media side of things. I love it, man. You got a great voice, by the way. So, oh, thank you. That. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Well, let let's talk podcasting. And yeah, I'm excited to dive into this stuff. And like I mentioned, to everybody, when I first met Eric and even talking to him, he was sharing with me and teaching me stuff. I'd already been doing this for two years, and then, so I know you got a wealth of knowledge on that. Um, but why don't we start with the idea of why podcasting? Mm. Yeah, uh,
0: podcasting, man, is is for me. It's turned into my purpose. This is my legacy, man. I I was like, we were were chatting earlier. I would love to go back and hear my great grandfather speak. Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear his voice, see his energy. And we're in a day and age where in technology, I can do this video. I can record my voice. I can get on camera and I can share it with people, or I can just record it and keep it on a file on my computer. Mm -hmm. But three, four, five, six generations deep, they can go back and see me on that video. They can hear my voice. Right. So I'm a big proponent in doing a podcast one, just to share our story. And you don't have to have some crazy trauma in your story, right? You could have not ever done a drug in your life. And that's, that's an amazing testimony, right? Like share that, right? But I think if we can share that story either out or just record it and put it on our camera, it gives our future generations a a chance to come back and hear our voice. So Mm -hmm. I'm a big proponent of doing podcasting. And I mean, not only that, like the legacy is the number one thing I think for me. Okay. but it's so many relationships and opportunities and business partners and, and partnerships and sponsorships that come out of this. I get to meet awesome people like yourself. Mm-hmm. Podcasting has opened up the door. Some of my best friends in the world are people that were a
1: guest on my podcast. Amazing. That's amazing, man. I love it so much. I think that's so great. It uh, When I had started mine, we hadn't shared this, but when I was, I knew one day, because speaking in seminars was always my dream and vision. Nice. And I knew one day I was going to, and it just seemed like, That would be a good place to start. So I started it, but I had no idea all the things you just shared. I had no idea how much was going to come from starting a podcast. No idea. So, I mean, as we as we share more of this, everybody, like Eric's going to give you ideas on how you can do this, and I, I'm a big fan, obviously. It. Thank you.
0: Yeah, dude. It, I mean, I had no idea what what I was doing when I started. Man, I was in a walk-in sure. closet, right? You know, like yeah, yeah. snowball <laughs> mic using yeah. the camera on my laptop and, and horrible yeah. lighting, right? Like I'm running a hundred foot cable from one plug in on the outside of my room and into the outlet or yeah. into the closet, right? Because there's no plug ins, right? That's how I ran everything, man.
1: Yeah, that's funny, man. It's funny. Um, so that's the reason for you. That's why. Yeah, And, uh, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about this because I think there's also, I mean, many many people listening are entrepreneurs, To give you an idea of the background, they're executives, they're entrepreneurs. Uh, how have you found, you mentioned connections, how have you found just even how this has impacted your business life? Let's talk a bit about that. Huge. It builds up credibility,
0: man. I mean, I think if you can show people that you're connecting with people, mm-hmm. um, that, that's huge credibility piece. Uh, But number one or number two, it also gets you out of your shell, right? There's a lot of people that have come on my podcast that I would never run into on a daily basis, right? Like I I would would never have the opportunity to talk to guys like Ed Milet or Bradley mm-hmm. or David mm-hmm. Meltzer, right? Mm-hmm. Unless I had a podcast. Yep. So if I have this podcast, it gives me an opportunity to go and share their story and get to know them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of like, I want to bring them value. I want to share with the world their story, their products, their courses, right? Their seminars, right? Mm-hmm. That gives me an opportunity to touch base with them mm-hmm. and expand into other opportunities, partnerships, things like that. So um, it's it's more than just the legacy stuff. It's so much of a relationship side of things. And and it's helped me in my business. Doors have opened, um, opportunities, voiceover has happened, sponsorships have happened. You know, I Bradley's been on my podcast, but I've also been a guest on dropping bombs. Like I flew down so to cool. Vegas to be to be a guest on his show. Um, so cool. you know, I it's huge. I, I think podcasting is just massive for any business, and it's the cheapest way to market your brand. There you go. Yeah. yeah.
1: I love it, man. I love it. So say I'm listening. I say, hey, sounds really good. And I, and I know just because I, I was that guy. while. Well, there's people listening that have had the thought, I should start one. Yeah. And then they also get the thoughts. Who am I? Who's going to listen? All that stuff, right? I, I You know exactly what that's like. Totally. Starting out. So what advice would you give to people when maybe, maybe that's them they've thought uh, I have the idea of, or now they're listening, thinking that's a good idea. Maybe I should. Talk a bit about that
0: man, I, you just got to go for it. Here's the thing is so many people like the idea of having a podcast, right? Yeah. There's a lot yep. of people who are like, I would love to do this. Mm-hmm. And then I think the latest statistic that I saw was 90% of podcasts that start never make it past episode seven. No way. So look, right. if you're going to start a podcast or product podcast, go all in and just, just don't stop. You'll be yeah. successful as long as you keep going. Right. You know, I've now done re- released over a hundred, sorry, 450 episodes uh, since I started this thing. Amazing. And, um, you know, even if you don't know what you're like, want to talk about, like you're passionate about something, there's right. going to be something out there. Someone out there is going to go, man, I really like quilting. Okay, yep. cool. I'm gonna do a podcast on quilting, right? There's so many people out there that are waiting to hear from you, man, your message should be shared with the world no matter what that is whatever if you have the perfect life man that's an awesome story go share that out with people you're going to connect with people um so it's just it's such a great opportunity to market your brand you can do it for free um you know but i would say look if you want to i've got a course right now for 47 bucks i walk you through exactly how to start launch and run your podcast and included in that 47 bucks i'm going to give you two weeks of promotion on my podcast to promote your podcast no way, that's awesome i'm giving that away it's a 28 video course that I recorded. It's on my website. It's oh. only like an hour, an hour and a half, maybe a video, but there's I yeah. walk you through exactly how to set up your podcast, where you should promote that, what groups to get on other podcasts, tell you exactly how I get the big names on my show. And then I'm going to promote your podcast for two weeks on my podcast.
1: That's amazing, man. Well, there you heard it. Listen, if you're looking at getting started, I mean, there's your there's your rim. We'll put that in the show notes, of course, and the link for all that stuff. Um, let, let's give, Eric, let's give a, uh, a course. They should go and get the the course if they're serious about it. Let's yeah. give a few, maybe a few highlight tips that you want to share with people. Say they've either A, I've decided I'm going to do it or B, yep. perhaps I've started. Give a couple tips on what you've learned and hey, I would be doing this if I was you.
0: Yeah. So if you're looking to start, I would say record at least five to eight episodes before you launch, have a queue of it built up. Yeah, I did yeah. not do that. And yeah. it, it it leads to an inconsistent release schedule and yep. people need that consistency. My I, show drops every Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. Yeah. Right. And when I first started, it was like, oh, here's one. And then four weeks yeah. later, I might do one. Three weeks later. Have a queue built up. And then you don't feel that pressure. Like, oh my gosh, I got five days. I got to put another one together. Like build that queue up. Give yourself some breathing room. Uh,
1: number got- two in, just interrupt yeah. for a sec. I wish I would have done that when I started too. I did the opposite of the advice you're giving kind of, totally. like I, said, <laughs> I did was, too. <laughs> and it was I, everybody a hundred percent build it up, right? Have a yeah. bit of, I couldn't agree more. Yeah.
0: I, I would also say, don't look at the numbers. I, I never looked at the, the, the download numbers for four and a half years after doing my podcast, mm. people would go, well, how many downloads you got? I could care less. I'm doing mm-hmm. podcasting because I love it and I love mm-hmm. the relationships, right? And mm-hmm. I still don't really look at numbers. Like every once in a while, I might go peek at them, but that's mm-hmm. about it. Like I don't get hung up. on Like, oh man, that episode only had 20 downloads, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I just love the conversation. So do get, don't get hung up on the numbers. Build up your queue. Have a good, like you don't have to spend a lot of money, but I would say have headphones. Like yeah. have a good mic, and yeah. if, if you're gonna do video, have a decent camera. You can yeah. use your FaceTime. Your, you know, your your built-in camera on your website if you want, or I maybe mean, yeah. on your laptop. Um, But you can get like a Logitech camera online for 50 bucks, right? Like that's totally fine. Um, Do that. And then I would just say like, be consistent. So um, be consistent on your releases, on your podcast episode logo, like your album cover, right? Put your face on there. Mm. People want to get personalized for you. When they're not sure of what your podcast is about, they're going to try to make a personal connection with your face by looking at the cover. And if your cover doesn't have your face on it, they're going to go, well, that's just, something else right like they're not going to have this personal connection with that podcast so put your face on your podcast cover
1: that's amazing man those are all phenomenal phenomenal tips right there and uh I, I look at you know some of the mistakes i made is that even those first few tips are one i didn't have episodes ready so i was super inconsistent in the beginning yeah. i even had a period where um, i would never recommend this i even had a period where i didn't do anything for three months i mean it was You know, (laughs) so that didn't work out too well, of course, Uh, mistakes. And then uh, that idea of that consistency of building that muscle. And so it took me a couple of years to learn that. I do the same, I release every Monday, same time, everything now. But uh, what Eric's saying is amazing amazing advice i did have my picture on the logo that was one thing i did right in the beginning for sure oh nice
0: yeah i i didn't when i first started so like <laughs> yeah. i changed it up but yeah i mean my top rated one i didn't but this one i did but you know i would say the other thing too is as you're starting this thing out you're gonna make mistakes like yeah it's okay to suck you're gonna yep. suck at first man yeah and and i'll tell you a funny story real quick is the day that i talked to ed Mylett. two hours mm. before that i talked to ken shamrock so talk oh, about cool. a crazy day right like, yeah. yeah ed ed was my 12th episode for the Eric Allen show right and then I'm talking to Ken Shamrock but here's the thing I literally get on this call with Ken Shamrock and I was recording via ecam I think at the time yeah um, and so he's dialing in from his phone he kept getting texts oh yeah during my interview yeah and every time that he got a text it turned my recorder off and oh I was no like, way like, and I was like two minutes in I was like hey Ken I'm really sorry man for some reason the recorder turned off I'm just gonna turn it back on he's like okay cool so I do that. I continue the interview. About seven minutes in, I look down. That recorder is turned off at some point. I have no idea, and I'm just going. At this point, I'm having this great conversation with Ken, and no one's going to hear it. Like, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm yeah. sweating bullets, right? Like, stuff's yeah. going to happen, man. Yeah. The cool thing was, this team reached out to me and said, "Hey, how'd the interview go?" And I was like, "Oh man, it was good." But I think he kept getting texts, and for some reason, my recorder turned off. And they're like, "Okay, cool. Let's just book him for another one." I was like
1: what nice
0: super cool but like that first time like uh, for me like i was kind of starstruck by ken shamrock anyways and then i was like sure it up and i was like oh this sucks dude (laughs)
1: yeah yeah that's too funny man that's too funny (laughs) yeah it um i want to share too with everybody you know if you've been thinking about it or you're uh or you're listening right now to eric saying okay good idea i'm gonna do it just do it and if i could highlight what eric said too is you're unsure whatever you're passionate about Yep. What do you love? Right? I mean, that's the stuff that you talk to people about anyways. It's the thing you're most interested in anyways. And like Eric said, I mean, there's in a planet this big, you probably got millions of other people that are interested in the same stuff you're interested in, Totally, right? <laughs> so the other big thing too,
0: and you and I are doing it right now is we're going to do a show swap, get yeah. yourself on other people's podcasts, right? Like that's yeah. the biggest way to promote your show. Right. In 2020, I set a goal to be a guest on 50 podcasts. I only yeah. did 26. I was like, that is stupid, man. Like I only did 26. So 2021, I go, I'm going to do a hundred. And I'm like, there's no stopping me. In 2021, I, and I also had two podcasts at the time. So I was going to release a hundred episodes of my own podcast and be a guest on a hundred episodes in 2021. I ended the year doing 117 other interviews on other podcasts and releasing a hundred of my own. And uh, almost every day of the year of 2021, I was either recording a podcast on my own or be a guest on someone. So (laughs) man, just... the way to build up your podcast is be a guest on other people's podcasts.
1: Perfect. Perfect. If you're getting scared by that, you don't need to do 100 your first year. eric <laughs> totally crushing <been laughs> it for a while, right? And that's why he did that. But get yep. started. You know, I yep. remember, Eric, I, uh, uh, a friend of mine had reached out to me. She goes, hey, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? And I had. I said, yeah, I thought about it. I don't think I'm not going to take the time. I don't think I want to. She goes, no, I think you really should. It'd be great. I mean, I think a lot of people would listen. And yeah, that's okay. Whatever. And then she reaches out again a few months later about the same idea. And I think it was, maybe it was August. I don't know. This is 2020. I guess it would have been 2021, somewhere in there. And uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I buy the mic, get my blue Yeti. You know, I buy my little box that I needed for everything. Sat over here on my shelf, the bottom of the shelf here for months. Didn't do anything. And I kept looking at it because I walked down my office and here I might see this little thing. And then one day I was like, man, screw this. Do it. Hit record. Come on. And that was my first episode. And that, and that got me started. So uh, for everybody to Eric said it earlier, and I, I want to just, Hey, if you like the idea, just start, right? Just yeah. start, you know, get the first one going. Yeah. You'll get better, right? You'll yeah. get better for sure. Um, I want to uh, switch gears, but it's in the, in the same thing, but this, I think this will help people too. And whether they want to start a podcast or not, I think it helps business people. I think, I think it's a communication skill. Mm-hmm. What What have you learned about um connecting and interviewing people and maybe let's talk a little bit of tips on some of that stuff
0: yeah you know i mean interviewing at first when i started getting the bigger names on my show i was kind of like i mean let me back up i i saw i kind of got starstruck when i was in the music business i met a lot of guys so i kind of got those jitters out but right. it was a whole nother realm meeting these entrepreneur guys that i was like right. oh my gosh right like, these guys are the big guys yep. um podcasting though when i interview folks i want my listeners to understand the people i'm interviewing they were all kids once they all grew up, whether it was a crazy childhood or a great childhood, but they made decisions in their life. that got them to where they're at today. Yeah. Whether there was a bad decision and they got out of it. I mean, David Melcher losing a hundred million dollars, like crazy, but then look at now. Right. So I think the tip that I like to do when I'm interviewing people is I like, I love to highlight their story. I Mm -hmm. want, I want to understand the the failures. I want to understand what they did to get to where they're at, Mm -hmm. what piqued their interest down this path that they're on today. Mm -hmm. What's their message to the world? Like I want to do everything that I can to promote them. Like I'm just the guy who's to help get them Mm -hmm. to share their stuff. Right. And Mm -hmm. if I can ask good questions, then I can keep that conversation going. I've had conversations or guests on my show where I'm like, that was the most boring interview I've ever done. Period. Like I'm like, one, two word answers. I'm like, okay, uh, all right, we're done. Cool. <laughs> thanks, man. Like, I'm like, you make those mistakes, right? Like, yeah. um, but, uh, you know, it's just, I think if I can ask them prompting questions, that will get them to talk about themselves. Cause people like right. to talk about themselves, like yeah. me right now. Right. Like yeah. then it'll
1: make for a great conversation. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I, I think that what you're teaching right there is hundred percent. It's just a great life skill Yeah, is getting to it. Uh, you know, I was reading Meltzer's book recently and I've heard the phrase many times, but he says it so many times in his book, Connected to Goodness, and he says, be interested rather than interesting. And I think that's what you're teaching. Yep, right? totally. Yeah, totally. Totally.
0: And I've had, I've struggled with that. Right. Cause I'm a talker. I love to get out there. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. my wife's like, Hey, you should probably shut up for a minute. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like you're over, she's you're over talking. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
1: I, you know, I got to take a step back. Oh,
0: let me, let me hear your story now.
1: Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. I love it. Um, Hey, let's do this. Let's uh, w- while we're talking about, let's get people where they can connect with you. We'll get them. Of course, there's your website, but social as well. So tell me about that.
0: Yeah, ericallenmedia.com. It's just E R I K A L L E N, so ericallenmedia.com. Um you can find my blog, my website or excuse me my um YouTube channels, all my social media is on there. My podcast is yeah, on podcast course web. too. Podcast course. I have a ton of free resources on my website. So okay, cool. on my uh, that was one thing that I wanted to do was really help people in podcasting, but not only podcasts, just like some fun stuff, right? So I do have the course on there to help them launch a podcast. I also have a podcast booking agency. So if you're looking to get on podcasts, I all will right. help you get booked on there. That's amazing. Um, so, you know, I do that as well, but I give uh, 10 tips to help you launch a successful podcast. That's a free download that you can get from my website. Um, I list all of the equipment that I buy, all the platforms that I buy, all the books that I read. I List on there so you can go grab those books. They're books that impact my life, and I have a fun money section that I'm going to teach you all. I show you all these platforms that I make money from, and I'm just giving it to you on my website. So definitely go check it
1: out. Go check out the website 100%. Right? Uh, on social, which one are you most active on?
0: Uh, Instagram for sure. So it's just okay. Eric G Allen, um, again, E R I K, and then G Allen. Cool. Um, definitely most active on there. Uh YouTube is starting to build up. I do a lot of shorts. Uh so I do a daily uh or, or two daily shorts usually where I'm just quoting something or I'll you know share something fun. Um, yeah. but growing that channel up
1: right now too. Cool man. I love it. I love it. Um my last question for you uh switching gears as we're wrapping up today in our time. Yeah. Is all the interviews you've done, all the people you met, everything just like I asked you earlier, what were the life lessons you learned from your upbringing? what have now been the lessons that have stuck with you the most out of, if you think about everything you've learned over that time, what have been some of the most impactful ones?
0: Man. So I had Dr. Greg Reed on my show. He wrote the book three feet from gold, which was the follow-up to think and grow rich, right? Amazing man. That interview landed me an opportunity to go to his house for an event called prosperity camp and prosperity camp is where it's an invite only. And there's only 50 people that are allowed to go. And I got there and there was, 49 millionaires i'm the one <laughs> right like all these big people i met dan fleischman there i met uh kelly Cardenas. Uh, you know all these other guys and i was kind of like walking into something like i had no idea what i was doing and me and kelly just hit it off and so i flew back down about six months later to go to prosperity camp again and kelly said hey i'm i live by the beach come watch the sunrise with me i was like cool So I go sit on the beach with Kelly. We're reading our Bibles. We're doing some journaling. We're just kind of meditating on the ocean. I live in Idaho, so I don't see the ocean. So I'm like, man, this is amazing. And I was telling Kelly, I'm like, man, one of my dreams is to just go full on entrepreneur, quit with the fear. I have to quit being scared. And he said, Eric, we're here at Prosperity Camp. Everybody's amazing people. He goes, of the 50 people there that are really successful in money, how many of them have great families? And I had to take a step back and go, man, of those 50 that I met, how many of them have been divorced and have broken marriages? And they might be successful money, but they might not have great relationships with their kids or their families. And Kelly was just spoke so much life into me in that moment. And so, man, it was like taking a step back and going, put your family first, mm. the money will come. Mm. But for me, that was that was an eye opener for me because I was chasing money. I was chasing right. like all the success, yep. and Kelly sat me down. And he goes, "Man, you got a beautiful wife. You got some beautiful children. Pursued them, and mm-hmm. then the profits will come, man. Like the, the money will come. The happiness is with your family. Don't put the entrepreneurship first. Put your family first, man. And and that was really eye opening for me, man. It was a huge moment in my my entrepreneur path.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah, I love that. It uh, it's amazing. I mean, it is easy to get caught up in just pursuing the dollar and just pursuing that. And yeah, it, uh, you know, if you, if you lost the most important stuff over money, why was it even worth it? Right. Totally. So, yeah. yeah. That's and, a powerful and, lesson.
0: I mean, amazing people that we met at prosperity, Camp, oh, yeah. right? but like, but they didn't have the solid marriages that I, that I want. Right. Like my wife yep. and I were breaking the chains of divorce. Both of our parents have been married and divorced five, six times. Yeah we are celebrating 18 years of marriage here in a couple
1: weeks, man. So I love it, dude. You're living your message. Yeah. Living your message. It's amazing. And one of my passions is how do we have it all, Mm -hmm. right? How do you create it all? And uh, I mean, that'd be a whole another thing you and I can go back and forth on. But Eric, appreciate your time so much, man. I know everybody's loving listening to this and I really appreciate you sharing your story. I know today it's easier to share it than it was four years ago when the very first time you wanted to. Yeah without that story though i mean all the lessons are great it's your story is what makes it so impactful that you could go from that life to this life and you've inspired me i know you've inspired people listening to our audience too and it's awesome what you're doing man thank you oh man thank you so much it was truly an honor to be on your show man thank you so much hey everybody listen i know you love the episode as always all i ask is just share it that's the only thing i ask of you if you're new to the show subscribe for sure And then go connect with Eric. He's got all those free resources. Connect with him on Instagram. Appreciate you being here. We'll see you all soon.